welcome, welcome to our my second, very second episode of IDK with Christian. I am so excited. I want to say thank you for all the support that I've seen and I've heard from uh, all my friends and family, anybody that actually watched, that uh, listened to this, uh, that it was very, I was glad that was all positive. I'm so excited for that. And thank you for, again, the support for sure. Uh, and I want to say welcome to my people that's viewing this on YouTube. And I want to say thank you. Don't get to like, comment, and describe. And we'll get more on that to the end. And now where I want to say, here's our topic. So our topic today is bullying and relationships. And man, don't me and my guests have some stories for you. And I'm so excited to announce that my guest is Logan Mitchellich. I want to say, Logan, did I say that right? <laughs> Not at all. How do you my name is Logan Mitchellich. I am 17 years old and I go to Millbrook with Christian. Okay. <laughs> my bad. I'm so sorry. It's a little <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Logan, first of all, I just want to say thank you for being on this for sure. Thank you for uh, letting me take some of your time to speak. And I'm glad that I was able to have this with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. When you first approached me with this idea of what you want to do for your second episode of your podcast, I was like, wow, this is going to take off. I have a feeling about it too. Thank you. I was, this is now right here, this episode, the second episode is very, I don't think a lot of people do it, like go hard topics right away. And they try to ease onto it, but I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I think we need to go straight into the hard delegating topics because if we don't do that, then it's going to get weaker if we do it later on. I find it very powerful. So I just want to say, first of all, like I said, the uh, title is bullying and relationships. So first, bullying. The definition of bullying is to seek harm, intimidate, or coerce someone into into perceiving or preservating and valuable. Now, Logan, what, when I say that definition, like the Google definition, what do you think of that? I, when I think of bullying, I think of either harassing or not even harassing, just even a bad stare mm -hmm. can be seen as bullying if you're not, especially if the person you're not friends with, for sure. Like, I see a lot of that in high school and people are like, oh, no, that's not bullying. Like, we were just, like, looking or whatever. Or we are saying all nice things. But deep down, bullying is where you make, some fun, uh, make fun of someone, give a wrong look, trip someone, do anything like that because you're doing it for your entertainment and your friend's entertainment. Right. And, deep down, and then bullying can also be seen as pretending to be someone's friend mm -hmm. and stuff just for giggles and laughs. So that's right, what I right. really think of when bullying. Okay. I, I agree with you for sure. I know when it came to me, I was first like bullied or introduced to bullying when it, uh, when I was in, I want to say second grade and it was little kids. So like you think little kids, how can they do so much harm? But it's just that one word or that one phrase or that one of, uh, gesture to somebody that did the wrong way somebody really affects their whole life if you really can't if you really don't take in mind and really relax yourself with it and i know for me it didn't get as hard when it came to bullying until middle school and we'll talk about that more later uh, in a little bit 
But Logan, when did uh, bullying get hard for you? Bullying actually like got hard for me sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth mm -hmm. grade. I gave up on it. I was like, I really don't care. You sometimes it does still affect me, like not as much, but like it's I don't want to say PTSD, but like let's say like a big group of not football players because I'm actually friends with some of the football players, but a big group of boys who I just know mm -hmm. cause trouble and stuff like that. That's really when sometimes they're maybe not, but I, I still get that heart pound yeah, a little yeah. bit, but it's nothing like severe for me. It really started in elementary school too. Mm -hmm. Like, like you, um, Oh, I'm supposed to be playing football or soccer outside at recess right, right. instead of either playing on the playground or walking through the woods or stuff mm -hmm. like that. So exactly. that's when it kind of really started. And I was told by this by teachers too, like, oh, you should be out there playing soccer, not walking the track with these girls or whatever. So it's kind of just, it's always had, I guess it's always been there. So it doesn't really affect me. But at the same time, like there's little things that still like have impact. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, oh, and just a fair warning to everybody that's listening that um, first, this is going to be a lot of sexuality too. When it comes to that, that's like the topic. So I should have put that, but it's. I think relationships is like really into that sexuality too. So I, my sexual orientation is actually straight. And Logan, what's yours? If you feel comfortable. Yeah, um, I'm gay. Okay. So there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think it's really nice to have this time to conversate with somebody that is straight and somebody that's gay, and really try to find an even gray area or even middle ground, a common area, I'm trying to get all analogies right there, to really work together. Because I find in society, we're still putting, either putting people in corners, both ways, both sides are putting people in corners, or you are forcing people to be what you are because of how society has put your mind to. That's like how you want to eat. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly. And people say, no, stereotypes aren't really a thing anymore. Like it's 2020, like everyone's accepted. That's not true. That's, that's not true. I can tell you firsthand. That's not true at all. Right. But it's something that's always been in society. It's gotten better, but it's still there. It's not right. like it's not exactly. um, like my first job. Actually, um, I worked at Hallmark and mm. I went for a job. And I asked for an application and I guess it was, the manager was like, fill it out online. So I filled it out online and I then like two months later, I didn't hear anything. Mm. Um, well, so after that, I went back and it was sophomore year. I think I want to say it was sophomore year before prom. Mm -hmm. I was going with a group of seniors who were my friends from theater. And it was so it was senior year or my sophomore year, their senior year. And it was prom. So I get all dressed up. Like I actually, it was my first time doing it. Actually. I was like, you know what? Just for laughs, I'm going to get acrylic. So I got acrylic nails and I sometimes paint my nails, but I don't get acrylics anymore. I got acrylics because I thought it'd be funny for prom for right. me to get just because I was like, Oh, I want to see how it feels to have like really long nails. Cause I usually keep my nails really short. Um, well, it's, it was like after prom, I still had those nails on. Like I actually was keeping, I kept them on for a really long time because I was just going to let them naturally fall off. Um, and I go back into the store and the manager comes up to me 
she's a really great manager. I loved her. Like me and her got really close. But the first thing that she was like, oh, wait, you're that guy who came in and asked for an application and wanted a job. I was like, yeah. I was like, that was three months ago. Hmm. What happened? She was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were gay. So it, it can still go back and forth. Now, yeah. I guess the it can go back and forth, but at the same time, it doesn't. Because I went into the store as I want to work at Hallmark. Like, it was really close to my house. So, and, but she was like, oh, she didn't know I was gay. So she wasn't going to call me back until she knew because I had the nails. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they had like a really bad experience about like um, sexual harassment at the store. So only females were allowed to work there. Something mm-hmm. crazy like that. But it's still like into people still like do little things that take into account of, well, you got to be something else. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? exactly. Like you got to have that label or else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as like Logan, you already dove into the stories and I want to tell like my story too. And then Logan, if you have like, if you do feel comfortable, you still want to start from the beginning and get to like your present day and you know, like a short period of time, which story, but I'll go first. Uh, so I was first introduced with a uh, gay cause I was, that's what everybody likes to put me in as gay. But I was first introduced in second grade. Now, mind you, nine, nine out of 10, not a lot of uh, kids in second grade are even thinking about relationships or even crushing. Like, yeah, like, oh yeah, I like her. That's like, because she's nice. It's not really, oh, I really like have like, a, like attraction to that person. So when it came to me, I was like, I was like, oh, I, I, I like her, but I never really like, you know, my mom was like, oh, I just like being friends with everybody. So that's what I was trying to do, be friends with everybody. And this guy asked me right in the hallway, he was like, Christian, are you gay? And I said, what is that? Never really heard of it in a day of my life. Yeah, and it's like elementary school. Yeah, it's yeah. like elementary school. Not everybody, no, if people know, we don't know all of it. You know, like just yeah. a tiny bit of it. So I was like, I and for my experience, I don't know. I didn't know anything. My parents, yeah. they, when I asked my dad, he said, these are two definitions. You either have an attraction to the same gender or you're happy because those are the two definitions of gay. And he said, and you don't have to decide anything right now because you are still so young. Second so, grade. Yeah, second grade. And I was like, well, I'm, I know for like ask right now, I'm not gay. I don't like a guy. And I was like, I guess he was just asking me if I'm being happy. My naive, innocent self. So transfer to, because that was in Louisiana. And I said, okay, that was one person. So I put it beside me. But then I moved to North Carolina. And that's when it started getting big. And it started piling up. It was like snowball. And elementary school, when I moved to a different elementary school, everyone was asking, Christian, are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? Because I didn't fit into the stereotypical straight guy at that age. I did not play football. I did not play basketball. Did I want to? Yeah, but my build doesn't show me actual football basketball players. So I decided to run. Because I like running. Yeah. But at that time, if you didn't play football or basketball or soccer, you were considered either weird. At that time that was like weird. It wasn't gay. It was weird. Yeah. Absolutely. I was trying to do that. So I was like, uh no I'm not no I'm not Carapina, no, 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 no. And then middle school was like I said, my first actual bully. Yeah. It's like when you start getting older, it's just it just builds up because more people 
and more kids start getting these ideas in their head of what they think they know and stuff like that. And so it just keeps on building up. But yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So in sixth grade, it was my first, I'll say my first actual bully. And I'm not going to name his name because that's just disrespectful. But he, except for asking, he told me. Now, at that time, it was like, so I, first of all, I'm going to say my religion is Christian. But I have nothing against, and I want to make sure 100% make sure everybody know that I have nothing against anybody in the LGBTQIA plus community. Got that memory like that. But <laughs> I have nothing against that. But as a Christian, you and just as a human being, you heard that bullying is bad. Anything somebody says about bullying is bad. And bad as a Christian means sin. So at that time, me connecting, not really knowing and not asking. So because I was I was just like, well, if I, I was like, I know it. So I'm not gonna ask. So I never really talked to my parents or talked to anybody that was part of it. So not really asking, I was like, okay, being gay is a sin. And I kept saying, oh, no, 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 I'm not gay. I don't wanna go to hell. I don't wanna go to hell. Not really getting the statistics or like the real realization of what that means as being a Christian and stuff and being in the LGBT community. I was like, nut. my mind was just saying bad sin, that's it. And that's what I, that's, I, I was like, didn't like once they became, but like, that's what I was known for. But my friends, as they were going through their journey of sexuality, and somebody was afraid to come out to me because they thought it would befriend them. And I was like, I was sad because how I put my own hurt that somebody was not comfortable talking or being who they found that they were who they were. And I felt I was like so sad to have that, to have that fear that they would couldn't talk to me or couldn't come to me. And I was like, okay, hold on. Let me get something straight. That's, I can't, I can't say that because I don't know the real facts. I'm not going to things. So seventh, this is all sixth grade. So seventh grade, it was same person. He's saying, you are, you are, you are. And I'm like, man, are you okay? Did I do something to you to make you really like, really go strive for it? And I was like, you know, at this point, seventh, seventh grade, I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to care what you think. I know who I am. Yeah. But I'm not going to care what you say. Because at the end of the day, who's going to be living? Me. Who's going to be going through life? Me. So if I put a label on myself that's not it, I'm going to have identity crisis later on in life when I really figure out. Exactly. I'm yeah. Let you get the power to put that on me at all, because I don't want to be somebody that's, if I say, oh yeah, I am gay. And then later on in life as like, shoot, as right now, if I really like led with that, as right now, this whole quarantine where you think about yourself, I would have had a identity crisis. I know for a fact, because the fact that me realizing that that being in theater, during dance, having girls as friends does not make you gay. And the point that when you figure that out and when you understand, then that is when you can finally understand who you are as a person. 100%. Yeah, I just, so I have something else, but Logan, I want to hear your story before. Okay. Um, so growing up, mm-hmm. I was growing up very country-like, um, very redneck-like. Like I'm actually at my hunting cabin right now with one of my closest friends and he's repainting his car and I'm just having a relaxable weekend. But growing up, I was 
growing up very like country and like like not strict but of this is the path that i was going to be set on mm-hmm. and like back then like but when i was little too i was growing up with a big sister so i had my big sister um and she used to dress me up in her princess dresses mm-hmm. do my nails do my makeup and i loved it <laughs> i loved it my dad didn't like it um so like that kind of stopped after a while um but then as i got older like in elementary school fun fact is i've actually had six different girlfriends mm. um my first girlfriend we met in kindergarten <laughs> um, if this isn't the gayest thing ever i don't know what it is um but my kindergarten teacher was sweetest lady i ever knew mm. like she was great but me and she's actually still my friend like we still talk and stuff um but we used to have dance time, air quotes, yeah, dance time. So what we would do is we would just dance together. Mm-hmm. Like we would like slow dance together. Like it wouldn't make sense, but like, you know, yeah. we knew what we knew at the time. Yeah. And like, I was like, wow, I really like her. Me and her are dating. Mm-hmm. I, I knew when I was younger, I knew the version of boy meets girl. Boy needs to treat girl very well. Right. And then they fall in love, right? Right. So, like, growing up, like, I was the best boyfriend she ever had. She's <laughs> actually lesbian now. Wow. Pansexual, I think. Um, so, and then in second grade, I'm still dating this girl, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two-year streak, first relationship, we're doing great. Wow. Um, her best friend, and now my best friend, actually. Mm-hmm. But it, at first, it was her best friend because... So I'm just going to blurt their names out because I'm really good with their friends, with their family and stuff. Um, So Ariana King and Christian King in kindergarten, me and Christian became best friends. Mm. And, um, and his twin sister, which is Ariana was Makai's best friend, which Makai was my girlfriend. So Mm. in second grade, Ariana and my girlfriend, Makai and, um, Ariana, one day in second grade class, she was crying. And me being like the good boyfriend, I talked to my girlfriend's best friend. You know, I was in second grade. I was like eight, I think, if that. And um, I'm like, hey, what's wrong? She was like, well, I see you and Micaiah so happy. I'm so sad that I don't have a boyfriend. So I was like, wow, so sorry. <laughs> but so at the time, um, my girlfriend, Micaiah, she was like, Logan, I have a great idea. And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And she was like, what if you date us both? So (laughs) for a whole nother year after that, I was dating two girls at once. Wow. Um, So, but Ariana is now my best friend in the world. She's actually coming to the hunting cabin tomorrow morning Mm -hmm. because she works tonight. So she wasn't already here, but it's just funny how like so early on you meet the people who you're going to be closest to. And then, so Fast forward, I've had it. We break up in fourth grade. It was devastating. It was in the cafeteria, right? So big heartbreak, <laughs> right? Big fallout between the two best friends too. Like it was mm. crazy. But sixth grade is was like, you know, you go into middle school for the first time. You're a big boy now, right? Yeah. Like, you know who you're supposed to be. You know who, like, this is the, what you're supposed to think time, right? right? Um, So like, 
sixth grade comes around, I actually played lacrosse for two years and football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was when I was younger, I obviously played like baseball and soccer and stuff like little league stuff. Yeah. But like sixth grade, I was like playing football and playing lacrosse, right? Um, and yeah, I was into it. And I've actually been hunting since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. I started going hunting when I was six, going dove hunting, and then duck hunting, swan, geese. So I've actually like grown up like on the very stereotypical straight side, right? Where it's like. And it's funny because I think to myself, like, if I actually stayed on that path and, like, I was actually straight, entire life would be different. I don't think I'd been in choir, theater. I'd still be playing football, like, all this stuff, right? Um, But then middle school, no one really suspected me to be anything. Um, I used to ride the bus and, like, obviously I'd sit in the back. I'd wear the very bad fashionable basketball shorts. Ooh. sneakers and those under armor t-shirts mm. that was the outfit right there wow. <laughs> and it was great um and so about seventh grade eighth grade um i started figuring out who i was eighth grade year i actually was like i stopped playing football i stopped playing lacrosse like all that i still i still hunt to this day but um I was like, you know what? I want to do something different. Like, I watched, I liked watching the movies that like had the happy ending. Girl, the girl got the guy, and yeah. but the girl was an outcast type movies. Like, and I remember it was like, it was when Christmas break. I watched Bring It On, mm. the movie. Great movie, love that movie. But I was like, that inspired me right there. Mm-hmm. So. Eighth grade, I um, actually tried out for cheerleading. Wow. <laughs> eighth, my eighth grade year. So that really took a flip. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the team. Um, they asked if I could do a split, and I said, not without breaking something. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So that was the end of my cheerleading mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. But... I actually, I wasn't really pressured to mm-hmm. on my bus. I made some friends and, you know, they, they were nice. They were, we were all kind of in the popular group. There was more popular people, but like I was still kind of in that popular group. And so this one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell people I'm bi. Mm-hmm. Because I... I can bet you most gay men go through the phase where they tell people they're bi instead mm-hmm. of gay because you know what? Bisexual is different than being gay. Bisexual is, oh, you know what? You still like the stereotypical opposite sex who you're supposed to be with, right. but you also like the same sex. But that didn't last for six months till actually one of my closest family friends who's here with me was we were actually here and he was like, it's a, we know, you know, you're not bisexual, right? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, growing up, like, inseparable, like, he, mm-hmm. he knows me like the back of my hand, but he, I was like, well, I was like, yeah, you are bisexual. I was like, yeah, I am bisexual, you know, still wanting to fit in. He was like, Logan, I know you. It's okay. You don't have to say you're bisexual because you're not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you got a fax. <laughs> <laughs> And sixth grade year, um, 
I wanted to go into middle school keeping that straight persona. So mm -hmm. I actually had a girlfriend um, my sixth grade year that we kept for about a year until she moved schools. So she broke my heart. Um, third girl to break my heart. But, and then once I got to high school, you know, I was like openly gay. Mm -hmm. My my mom was accepting and so was my dad. It took my dad some time to grow and get to the idea. But like, he was like, I know, I knew. But like some of the things that I did kind mm -hmm. of like, like getting my nails done. Like now he's like, oh, cool. I like your nails. But like back then, like ninth grade, 10th grade, it was kind of like, why would you do that? Like mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to have my ears pierced till last year. I got them pierced, but then the holes closed. So, <laughs> um, and just like little stuff like that. But high school is kind of where it gets complicated. But yeah, yeah that's kind of my growing up. Okay. Wow. Wow. It's, it's phenomenal to see the two outcomes that both of us have. That we've been bullied, uh, except you weren't really addressed with the sexuality versus I was, but you still came out the end as that sexuality versus me. I'm actually straight. And I find that to be cool because we go through the same different situations, but we come out with two outcomes. Exactly. And um, I didn't really talk about the bullying side as much, but we can get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely agree. And f funny fact is actually fr when your freshman year, when you came in, mm -hmm. I bullied the crap out of you. You did. 100%. I'm glad because we're going to talk about that too. Oh, you want me to wait for that? Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'll just finish. Um, um, he got into high school and it was my second year doing theater, right? And right. he came in, um, Skylar knew him before, right? It was Skylar mm -hmm. who brought you in, like introduced you to everyone. I was like, look at this kid, like he thinks he's so good because he got like years of theater behind his back. And I was like, and you are very confident in who you are, which is one of the things I admire so much about you. But one of the things that that took me off was it took me. I actually didn't really find out who I really was, like who I was for myself, not who I wanted other people to see. Because like when I was a kid, um, my dad does a lot of business stuff. So when I was a kid, I'd always when he'd have clients over, I'd have to act a certain way, talk a certain way. And I actually um, like you can see it nowadays, too, which is. For me now, it's just for funny stuff. Um, like if I'm talking to like an older man or like um, a waiter instead of a waitress, like I'll use what I call my business voice, which <laughs> is where my voice gets a lot deeper. Because mm -hmm. um, naturally, like in choir, I'm a tenor. I have a high pitched voice. I know I don't like my voice, <laughs> but I still have it. Um, but I have what I call is my business voice which is really funny growing up. But but when you came into theater, I was like, cause you, you, I asked you like first day, like I wasn't just straight off the bat, like, huh, you're gay. <laughs> I was like, hey, are you gay? And you're like, no, I was like, you're gay. Yeah, yeah exactly. You said <laughs> that. That's exactly what I did. And he knew I was gay too at the time. Like I was like, no, I'm gay. I know you're gay. But I think what it was for me was that was a time that I was still figuring out who I am. Like I didn't, like I said, I didn't really figure out who I, I who I am now. Until right. Six months ago, um, a year ago, oh. and 
So what really like just like got in my head was like here in, in comes this kid who's had background in theater and singing and dancing and stuff who says he's straight, but is you are very in touch with your feminine side. Yeah. Which is one of the things I admire about you because not a lot of guys can do that. Yeah. So, and so that kind of just like flipped a switch in my head. Like, no, nah, I don't like this dude. Like, Mm-hmm. But in reality, deep down, I was like, dang, I wish like I could just like be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that but now now me and Christian are really good friends. So it's OK. Well, don't take anything used to this. We're really good friends now. But yeah, like you said, you did. You did come up to me. You asked me and you I remember you didn't like you didn't really like the answer that I had. And I think it's the problem is because you we're still trying to figure out yourself and you're still, and I think all of us are still trying to figure out ourselves too. So I'm not going to say that I'm not still, but I really, really said to myself what I am and really figured that out uh, during middle school. That's like, I had an earlier time to like really dive into figuring out myself. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, it was very interesting for me to really go there because I wanted, it was really, if I went the way and announced and said came out like as gay, I knew that it was going to appease everybody else and not please me. It was exactly. like if I said it, I know everybody else is gonna be like, oh, I knew it. And they're gonna be like, they're not gonna, it's like they're gonna be, I'm not gonna say happy, but they're gonna be like, oh, we knew it, yada yada that. But at the end of the day, when I'm come home. And I now this whole new world that I'm coming is I'm like, why? I don't feel like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, I'm not really a part of the community, but I can also be an ally to the community. Exactly. And um, I, yeah, one of the things that was hard for me too, like, is when I met you was because growing up, like I said, like, I was a perfectly like straight raised mm-hmm. child, like. And, like, I still do some of the stuff, like, if pe- people will see, like, um, one of my Instagram handles is the gay redneck. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, like, that's just a little joke that me and my friends have. But it's, I was raised a certain way, but why am I gay? Like, and that's what really ticked me off with you was because, like, you, like, were so confident in who you are. And, like, you were straight, but you got to do all the theater and the dancing right. and all that stuff. and but I think for me, part of figuring out who I was was I had to come out as gay first. So that didn't happen until eighth grade. So really, all of, I just had my four years of high school to figure out who I really was. Mm-hmm. And I found out <laughs> I'm doing good now. So that's good. But that's, yeah, yeah. Um, he's right. It for me, theater was always like my safe haven, and that was and that did not come without obstacles either. With my director assumed because he's gay but he assumed and don't go wrong i love this man he's amazing he's amazing amazing director but he because when i first said because i had like this seventh grade girlfriend which we're not going to talk about but seventh grade girlfriend so when i told him he was like wait you're not gay and i was like no i'm not so it's just that persona not everybody especially even to this day not everybody sees a lot of guys being emotional attached with their feminine side and doing theater and dance. And I was like, 
that is what uh, one of the problems we have in society. Oh, absolutely. Because everyone just, if you don't fit the, how you talk, how, who you're friends with, what you do, exactly. that quota, you're going to be named something different. Exactly. Um, and so that was another thing that was really hard. Like you mentioned that in theater too. I came into theater and I, when I was a freshman and there were, I, Vinny, mm-hmm. Peyton, Luke, and like just these like straight guys, right? Right. Um, and like I, I, I'm friends with them still. Like, um, but I'm like, wait, why am I coming into high school and there's like straight guys doing theater? Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? But like at the same time, like Peyton like was very popular in high school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we've had conversations like this, but like, it's just funny to like, when I was, when I came in as a freshman, it was like, this does not fit. Like, what is this? This isn't high school musical type thing. Right. I think, yeah, it's very interesting to me because it's the fact that like, we're talking about the putting, putting people in corners. You don't see that. So when you don't see that, you don't believe it. So when somebody says it, you're like, no, no, no. What you see, you start to believe. So if most, if you're a guy doing theater, now as I'm telling you, either bisexual or gay, then that's what you're going to be labeled as. And it's hard to come out, like, come out of that stereotype or that corner because the whole world has seen time after time that those people that did theater or did dance or did anything outside of the normal, typical, what a guy's supposed to do you're labeled as something else. And it's not just straight people too. There's a lot I've known, cause I've been, I've been bullied by both sides. Been told, been like forced onto saying, oh no, you're gay, you're gay. Don't, uh, uh, you say you're straight, don't just wait, just like, no, 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 you're gay. And it's just the problem is, that's one thing I did have a problem with. Because you're talking about all this like, we're accepting as a community, but you're forcing somebody to be who they're not. Exactly. And I just, and- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and like growing up, like we'll kind of move on to like the bullying more part of it. But like my number one thing that I hate, and like I told you before we started this, is when people are homophobic mm-hmm. because of their religion. Yeah. Now you said you're Christian, right? Right. Right. Like, right. Like I've grown up Christian, like all that stuff. But it's like they'll quote. Oh God, I know from the top of it, my head, Leviticus twenty thirteen. Uh huh. Um, number number one argument coming up if the person is Christian, but I I have pulled up some notes too. Like if someone really wants to say that that you're if you're gay you're going to hell like it was in the Bible. In the Bible, it also says if you play football or touch a football because you're touching pigskin, you're not allowed to touch pigskin. If you get a tattoo. Inking your body is destroying your canvas or stuff like that. If you get a divorce, if you get a divorce, you're going to hell. That's what it, that's what it says in the Bible. And like, just like, there's a whole bunch of stuff, like crazy things in the Bible that have been translated over so many times. And it's like, there's been like, cause the number one argument is that it's a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and these are people who are like grown ups and like are with the church and all that. But it's like back back then, before the Bible was translated to English, mm-hmm. there were words in there. They didn't have a word in the Bible that was gay. They didn't have that word exactly. in ancient in ancient Greek. You would get um, hated on if you were single. Mm-hmm. But it was perfectly normal to see a man and another man together in ancient Greek, right. Greece, right. or like a woman and a woman. Like that was normal. But like, like when it was translated, it was in the Bible. Study was. I don't know if this is one hundred percent accurate, so don't hold me to it. But it was actually that man shall not lie with another man. Like basically saying like being gay is a sin. Mm-hmm. It was translated to like an older man cannot lay with a child. Right, pedophilia. Exactly, where it talks about pedophilia and like, because back then it was like these very rich men would go go onto the street and take little homeless boys and girls. And exactly, so that's one of the things that was, said it was translated to, Mm -hmm. but but yeah, so that's kind of my defense right there is like, if you're going to say everything in the Bible, and there was a person I'll go into a little bit more bullying stories last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you ah. know who this person is. I think you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were very religious. And, you know, I had respect for him because he really, truly believed in his religion and he really cared. And so I was like, you know what? You have my respect because that's impressive right. that you have so much faith. Um, but one day me, another actor and this guy is having a conversation and, um, this other actor who is actually very, has a lot of faith Uh was like, I believe like God intends you to love another human. And as long as there's no hurt, no sin, but God has made you who you are, you should go out and love. But this other dude believed that if you got married and you were gay, you were going to hell. If you slept with another man, you were going to hell. And all this different stuff. And something was always off with him. Like I like I was the section leader in choir. So like I was like, I knew like he just kind of had something out for me. But I was like, I really like at first when I first met him, I was like, this man has my respect. But now not so much because of that and it's sad to see religion but there's other things in the bible too that say you can't do stuff that he's doing every day yeah yeah so it's like you can't pick and choose what you want to believe in if you're going to go to extremes and say being gay is a sin then also playing football and touching pigskin is a sin yeah getting a tattoo is a sin Uh things like that so that that's kind of that's another one. And that was actually last year. But what was nice is like, I almost, and I didn't because like I had more respect for myself, beat the crap out of him. <laughs> like I really almost did. And I was very close to doing it because he was like, cause he wasn't just saying that like all gay men are going to hell. Like he was saying in my face, like I am going to hell, like yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. And like, I was very close to hitting him in mm-hmm. the face. Um, till the other actor kind of told me it was like it's not worth it, just like back off. Right. And so that 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 was really cool because for a while I did kind of believe it, like 
Christianity and was like, you know what, all Christians hate gay people. Like, why would I want to believe in a religion like that? But it was nice change of pace to see like a, another really faithful person be like, that's not true. Yeah. Like, that's not what God intended. Stuff like that. I yeah, I totally agree. And I want let's move, I want to move on, but I want to say this real quick is that in the Bible it does say do not judge. Point blank period. Don't judge. So that's, that's it. That's it. after that, just move on. And I want to say there's a lot of things that when it comes to the LGBT community or like the straight community or the gay uh, the, uh, the Christian community that we do have different opinions. And it's uh, one thing to listen, digest and disagree. But then there's another thing to judge and say something that you don't know for a fact. Exactly. Yeah. And like, that's another thing too, is like, if you truly believe that gay people are going to hell, they're not supposed to be on this earth, blah, blah, this and that, then deep down you have hate inside of you Yeah, and you have sin inside of you. Even if you don't say, even if you like keep it to yourself, there's still like, that's not an opinion at that point. That is just hating a group of people who are different. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think we as humans, we're, we're formed, we're uh, built to disagree. We have our own sets of opinions and that is totally fine. And uh, we're so all, and we're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be this whole creative, all different types of creatures on this earth, but you cannot judge or hate somebody. No matter if, how much you disagree, there's a fine line between disagreeing and hate. And when you know that fine line and you can really just say, okay, I disagree with you. Can you help me understand? And if you still disagree, cool. But at least we're finding this middle ground to say, okay, you're gay. I'm straight. I do not like some of the things that you're doing, but sometimes the gay people don't like some things that straight people are doing. Exactly. Talk about that. That's the number one thing. You need to talk. You cannot stand one side and be like, oh, I hate this and never find anybody else. And I think that's, and this is, again, like I said, I'm not trying to hate on anything, but the LGBT, because of what you hear on the Christianity side, anybody that says they're Christian, you back off because you feel like they're going to hate you. Exactly. And that was when the LGBT, you said like that. Yeah, that was me growing up through some of high school was like, oh, I don't like Christians. Like, I don't go to church, like, because like, um, they don't, they don't accept me. They don't like me. And like, I was doing the same thing that some of these other people were doing where I wasn't giving them the chance to talk to me and see how they feel. I wasn't giving them the chance to actually explain. I was just assuming that, oh, they're Christian. I don't like them. Like, um, so that kind of really opened up for me last year too, where it was like, well, no, I can't just assume that because then I'm just as bad as they are mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And it's, it's sad to see how, how many people are actually still like in their hearts, homophobic, because yeah. those are, they'll say they're very open-minded, but those are the most naive people mm-hmm. and closed minded because they don't, they don't want to hear something else because they they truly inside believe a certain thing. And it's not just one certain thing. It's multiple things. Right. Exactly. Um, so I want to move on and uh, sorry if it's taking a little longer than usual, but this is a really good topic. And I would keep, I would just want to keep going 
but we do have to move on. So I want to say, Logan, do you have any advice? And we're going this like is a, a little combined. Any advice, any way to how to overcome bullying? You go first. Overcoming bullying is just this is I'm going to say two things. The mm. first thing I'm saying is the corniest thing you will ever hear, which is bullying only goes as far as you let it. Mm. Wow. But by that, I mean, bullying only goes as far as you let that person hurt you. Right. Like mentally and how much you let it affect you, which gives them power over you. Exactly. And I still struggle with doing that. Yeah, me too. But bullying is a thing. It's going to happen. Teachers always say, and um, your mom said it to me once too, (laughs) which I, I love your mom to death. She was the one of the best science teachers I've ever had. Um, she said, you're going to have to learn to work with people you don't like, yeah. you disagree with, and stuff like that. But that is a true thing that I actually learned from that with her. That is a real thing, and bullying's going to happen, right. but you just can't let it affect you because at the end of the day, you know who you are, and you just are who you are. Yeah. And you can't let other people try to tell you different or change that. Exactly. So that, I think that's my advice. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll have to uh, ditto on that for sure. Um, another thing is when it comes to, like Logan said, you got to know how much you're going to give the other person the power. Because at the end of the day, because like I think at least I want to say I was lucky that I had, I'm not going to say bullying is good, but a, like a good side bullying because it was just verbal. There's some people that have physical. And that that's even worse, verbal and physical. So I was not, I don't want to say lucky enough, but I was lucky enough to just hear and people the rumors or like the talking. So I was like mentally, and me here, I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to give you the power over me. And you try to control my life because at the end of the day, who's going to be walking on the two feet and name's Christian Lori Barney? Me. You're not named Christian Lori Barney. You're not me. I'm not going to give you the power to be me or to force me to be something that I'm not. And that's exactly. it is down. You're not going to do that. Exactly. And I've actually had experience mm-hmm. firsthand with physical bullying. Wow. Um, and I, Christian, you've seen me. I'm not a small person. No. And you know me by my attitude, by my mindset. My mindset's kind of changed with quarantine and like, you know, last year was rough for me, um, but I'm not an easy person to a take down, right? Be be told to be do something different, uh-huh. and fighting. <laughs> I'm not an easy person to take down fighting, um, so that's kind of been a good side of growing up on yeah. the more country and redneck side. Better watch out who you're messing with, because. <laughs> I just want, so I want to because we're about to end the topic and end this thing. I want to say this is a phenomenal, phenomenal second episode, first of all, and we'll talk about it at the end. But I want to say there's this song, and I know it's gonna sound cliche, but it's from Ariana Grande. And these people, when I say when I heard the song, I was like, this song, if she made this, I, when I first heard that word or first was bullied or anybody, I feel like life would have been so much easier later on. The song is called POV. And if you don't know POV, it's a point of view. Now, my take on it 
it's called self-love. <laughs> and I, I, I just got so excited hearing this because she says, I love to see you from my point of view. I want to love you. I want to something else for all my pretty, for all of my ugly. And I was like, if I heard that during that time and I really like, and heard that I was like, okay, hold on, wait. I want to see Christian. When I look in that mirror, am I going to be happy with who I am? For all my pretty, all my ugly, <laughs> that if I want to be excited to see myself in the mirror and say, Christian, you are this because you know who you are. Because at the end of the day, you are the only person that can really see eye to eye with yourself. So if you can't say that and can't really dive into your own point of view of yourself, <laughs> well, this is, you might as well give up now. And th I know this like harsh, but it's the fact that when I was little, because at first, because like bullying at first, it was like your appearance, you're ugly, stuff like that. But when I was little, <laughs> knowing that already, I was like, ah, no, 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 no. So ever since I was, I looked at me, I said, Christian, you are gorgeous. And I did not say handsome. No, because if we say handsome, you're putting the mindset that you got to be the manly man that everybody wants you to be. So I'm handsome. I'm gorgeous. I'm beautiful. I'm all this stuff right there. Every word in the dictionary that means nice and attractive, I am to myself. Because if you cannot say that to yourself, then somebody else cannot tell you that. That yeah. is the period. And I just... I was like, when I really, I was like, Christian, because now my mind said like that. And my parents said, oh, you're so, uh, what's the word when you think it's like uh, uh, narcissistic? Narcissistic. No, narcissistic, because I kept saying that. I was like, nah, no. Yes, it sounds narcissistic, but me, when I tell that to myself, I feel happy because I know it. So when somebody says, now when somebody says, oh, Christian, you're ugly, or you're not appearing, I'm like, oh, thank you. I tell them, thank you. And when they ask me, Christian, why you said thank you to me, ugly? I said, because ugly is now an acronym for me. It is not ugly, the disgusting person. No, no. Ugly is you, unbelievably gorgeous. <laughs> uh, uh, G, gorgeous. L, lovely. Y, you love yourself. I'm changing the narrative to tell my story and not let anybody else tell it for me. And yeah. I... Yeah, I, I think I think we need to do a part two on this because I can go on. Yes, I can go on to the self love of this. Mm -hmm. And I growing up because of this mindset, it's yeah. a mindset. That's what it is. It's nothing more than yourself mm -hmm. putting this pressure on you. But it's self love had been hard for me right. growing up. Okay. So I didn't experience that like this year. My sister, um, she was like wow, why are you like, you're not, <laughs> we talk about, you can either be negative Nancy, mm -hmm. um, sad Sally, <laughs> or what I am now, positive Paula and mm -hmm. optimistic Oliver. Yeah. I'm going to leave that there. I'm optimistic Oliver because I deserve, I know in my heart, and I think everyone just needs to realize it. And it's going to take a journey for you. Like, you need to love yourself before you can let anything good ever happen to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I want to say, I want to say, first of all, thank you for going into this topic. I know it's really good, but <laughs> we're going for sure. We need a part two. So we're going to have a part two. It's going to be later on in the new year for sure. So everybody could dive into this. And I'm just, I love this for sure. This is amazing. 
And I think it was actually going to tie in with, let me see, this is second episode, so three, four, five, fifth episode, our mid-season episode. And it's also is hope, believing in yourself. Who's, oh, wow. That's interesting. Somebody's calling me right now. Sorry, I am so sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's called Hope, Believe in Yourself, and we're going to also call it Self-Love. And that is on January 22nd. So everybody just, I hope that you listen to all the other ones too. And so our next topic is Christmas. December 25th is the day, that day, my third episode launches for this podcast and YouTube channel. And I can't wait to talk about Christmas. We're also going to talk about different holidays, which is Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, to name a few. And we're going to just dive, and I'm going to dive into that and tell y'all how my traditions and all that stuff like that. And I'm so excited for this topic. And I cannot wait to talk to you again about this and dive in deeper. And I want to say thank you for everyone who's listened to this and listened to this topic. And I hope that you got a lot of this out of it, a lot out of it, for sure. And for me, remember I said, I'm going to give y'all a goal. So here's two goals. Number one, look in the mirror and ask yourself, who do you want to be? And number two, do not give anybody your power. And that I... So those are my two goals, and I'm so excited. And I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for watching this. And thank you, Logan. Uh, tell us your Instagram or anything, social media, so people follow. Go follow. Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram is at Logan Mitz. I shortened my last name, so it's really easy. It's just Logan, M-I-T-S. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can find me on Instagram. Okay. So and yeah, thank you so much, Christian. Thank you. I'm just thank you so. And uh, don't get to, if you haven't, follow the, uh, what's that word? Instagram. My Instagram is IDK with Christian. And make sure you do that. And if you want, if you have anything that you want us to talk about for our next episode, DM us, email me, and tell us so we could, we could make sure if you have, if you have any questions for us, ask us and we'll talk about them January 22nd. I want to say thank you again. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm so excited. And I think, Guys, this has been 54 minutes of good conversation. <laughs> so I want to say thank you, and I want to say happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. It's everybody. So bye, Logan. Bye, Christian. Thanks for having me. Thank you.